Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be a part of the Dream Team tonight, and uh, what a joy just to have the day with you and uh, all those treats and goodies out there. My, 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 my. I had to resist just to get into the sanctuary. Praise the Lord. But I made it, and I just put a couple things in my pockets for later. Praise the Lord. Everybody doing good? Just a couple of things, uh, just uh, out of appreciation to your pastors. Of course, wonderful friends to Heidi and I all these years. And uh, we're just so honored to have friends in life and friends uh, with longevity, friends that go, go with you through the pain points of life and the headaches and the heartaches of life sometimes. So we have a great love and appreciation for your pastor. I wish he would feed me more while I'm here, though. I, it's like he's cut back on the budget of feeding me or something. I just uh, hardly get to think the... No, I make fun because, you know, my goodness, I just feast all the time when I'm with your pastor. Praise the Lord. Anyway, he was telling me about Jack in the Box, you know, and winding me up getting here. Wanted to know who was going to pop up, the flesh man or the spirit man, the, the gift wrap man. or, or uh... But aren't you glad that God knows you not according to you? I, I, you know, according to your flesh, your natural. He knows you according to Christ. We are in him. And, and we have to get comfortable there. We have to renew our thinking there. And what I want to share with you tonight, I've, I've not really taken publicly yet on the road, so to speak. I have shared it at my son's church uh, one time. But uh, I want to share a thought with you that I think is going to thrill your heart. It's just going to take about 15, 20 minutes to share. But uh, if you have a Bible, you can, you can follow along with me. 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 13, 1 Peter 1, 13. While you're turning there, let's pray. Father, thank you for the dream team. Thank you for precious people planted in the local church who will love one another, who will grow together one with another, who will learn to serve the community, serve those around them, Father. Love the saints, feed the sheep, bless, bless, bless the people, Father. Thank you that uh, we can have one heart, one mind. We can join our faith together. Uh, tonight in a beautiful, powerful, rich, and wonderful way. Thank you for the impartation of uh, the grace of God in each of our lives tonight, Father. Thank you for a living word. Let it settle in our system and let it make us happy. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Well, uh, here's something that's very, very interesting. Look at verse 13, 1 Peter 1, verse 13. It says, Therefore, this is making reference to what was previously said about people who wish they had the information and the revelation that we have. What was the revelation we learned this morning? If one died, all died. So the calculation of the equation is the lamb. It's always the lamb. It's not you. It's not your capacity. It's not your morals. It's not you being good enough. It's not you even doing enough. It's always the lamb. So it goes on to say here, it says, therefore, or wherefore, I'm, I'm reading, by the way, from the New King James Version. This, I think, is just the King James Version. But it says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind and be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, in the previous verses, it talks about that we live in the glory days or the glory time. Not, not the old timers who were looking forward to this day. But we are living in the time, the glory time, where our inclusion in Christ has been a done deal. 
the resurrection of Christ has sealed our righteousness. And we have a grace in our life that's astonishing. You know, the Bible says that the law system, the law, came through Moses. The old game, the, the law game, the, the, the old covenant game, had a system of you doing to qualify, of you doing to be blessed. But it says, but grace and truth, or the truth of grace, came through Jesus Christ. So the new covenant is all about the gift that wraps you. It's about the grace of God, the favor of the Father that's available to everyone everywhere, just because God says it's so. And all you have to do is be shocked enough to believe it and receive it and walk into the beauty of it. So it says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Gird up the loins of your mind. Your mind is where you, you have thoughts. And the loins of your mind signifies that thoughts can reproduce. Your thoughts reproduce. That was a little bit of the fight this morning between knowing yourself according to the flesh or natural man or knowing yourself according to Christ. So the flesh will always fight you. The, the patterns of your mind, the flesh has patterns in your mind that you have to subdue through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so it says you gird up the loins, the reproductive thoughts of your mind. And it says, be sober. This is serious business. Anybody who's on a dream team has to have a serious business, sober business reality about them. Now, I like to have fun. And I joke and play games and horse around and probably sometimes a little too the extreme. But uh, when it comes to the assignment God's given me and the calling I carry, I'm very sober minded about it. It's, it's, it's astonishing. And so it says you have to be sober minded. And now notice this phrase. This is one I want to talk to you about. And rest your hope fully. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Rest your hope fully. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now this, the way it's written in the New King James and even the regular King James, it talks like it's a future event. Like grace that's to be brought at the revelation of Jesus. But actually when you read the Greek, it's written in present tense. And it's the word not at the revelation, but it's the word in the revelation of Jesus. See, the revelation of Jesus changes everything and grace is granted in the revelation of Jesus. So it says, set your hope fully. Hope is a confident expectation of good. Set your hope fully on the grace that is being brought to you. It's being brought to you. Grace is being brought to you. Grace is being brought to favor is being brought to you. The way I live my life, I believe that the favor of the Father is being delivered to me. Yes. Grace is being brought to me in the revelation of Jesus. This is why Jesus is so important um, in your in your daily dose of being loved. The revelation of being included in Him at the cross is so key because this is where you understand and you have faith for the grace that's being brought to you. It always comes in the revelation of Jesus. Grace is being brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now today, there were some very uh, important, I guess, sporting events. Any of you that follow the NCAA basketball championships... 
Duke played Michigan State. And how many know Michigan State won? Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. The will of the Lord was done. They won by one point, I think, right? And uh, I'm from Michigan, so I'm a Michigan State fan. So anyway, I, I uh, saw that in the lobby of the hotel before your pastors picked me up. And uh, so uh, it, it made me happy. But any, any sporting event you watch, let's say you watch a boxing match, you watch the Super Bowl, you watch the World Cup, everything is sponsored Everything has a sponsor. For example, you know, the World Series is sponsored by, you know, Gillette, Gillette or Budweiser or whatever, or Chevrolet or something. You watch a news channel, right? You watch CBS News or NBC News or whatever. It's always sponsored by a drug company. Have you noticed that? It's some, some med, you know, they, they want you to talk your doctor into taking, right? You know, so everything has a sponsor. Grace is sponsored by Jesus. Grace is brought to you by the Lamb of God. Grace is brought to you by the revelation of Jesus. If you don't have the calculation of the revelation, Jesus, you'll never understand what grace is. Grace is being delivered to you. It's being, it's being brought to you. It's, 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 it's delivered to you in Jesus Christ. And this is what I like so much about focusing uh, intently on the finished work of Jesus. This is why I'm addicted to preaching the cross. This is why I never have a message where the, where the death and the rising of the Lamb is not mingled in the mix because it, it anchors everything. Otherwise, people will live according to their own capacity according to what they can do, how they can do it better, etc. Now, some of these things can be helpful, but sometimes they can be hurtful if you don't bring in the equation of grace. Otherwise, you're going to be on a treadmill system trying to be successful in ministry. And I'm the first to tell you, I, you know, to be successful in ministry, in and of myself, I am the loser of all losers. But you know what I have learned? I've learned about the Lamb. And you know what's brought to me? Grace is brought to me in the revelation of Jesus. And this is where I find my favor. This is where I find my open doors. This is where I find favor into the hearts of people that I'm preaching to or talking to. It's all found in the revelation of Jesus. It's brought to you by Jesus and Jesus alone. So it's in the present tense. It's not future. It's not something you hope you get it's something you've got it's on its way it's present every time in the revelation of Jesus Christ hope for the grace that is brought to you in the revelation of Jesus it's the Greek word en in the revelation of Jesus and it's so powerful to me see many times Jesus did a miracle for people and it was uh, announced by a declaration of who he was for example, when Jesus, his, his, his personal friend Lazarus, died. What a bummer, you know? And Jesus made a declaration, a statement, he's going to live and not die. But the dude died. So Jesus walks three, four days later, you know, to the, to the place where Lazarus lived and died. And his sisters meet him. And Jesus said, I'm, you know, they said, he's dead. And Jesus said, well, I'm the resurrection and the life. And Jesus 
dealt with the whole situation by calling the dead man forth. And you all know the story. He lived. But there was a deep need of resurrection life. Grace, Jesus is the grace of God. Grace brought what was needed. Grace, grace will bring you the specific of what you needed. So Jesus announced, I am the resurrection and the life. When there were, when there, this was in John 11, by the way. In, in John 6, when, when everybody was hungry and, and needed to be fed, Jesus didn't say, I am the resurrection and the life. No, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. See, grace announces your very specific need. Grace is so in tune with you. Grace grants you what you need. It's always in the revelation of Jesus. I am... The bread of life and what was delivered. Meals for thousands. As much as they could eat. And more. And then they gathered it up. You know, when the blind man needed to see, Jesus didn't say, hey bro, I'm the bread of life. He didn't say, hey, I'm the resurrection and the life. No, what did he say? I am the light of the world. The guy, the blind guy heard Jesus preach. He was in a vicinity when he heard what grace was bringing, something that he needed. And the people that come to this church, the new people out on the streets, the people you invite, they need a place of grace. And you know who the delivery boys are and the delivery girls are? Not Uber. You all, the dream team. The dream team has to be so saturated with the, with the love of the Lamb and looking unto Jesus and so comfortable and confident that grace is being brought to the folk through our presence. My ministry, your ministry, is to bring grace to people in the revelation of Jesus. So we don't preach to them about what they got to do to fix themselves. We preach to them the one who fixes everything. We just present the Lamb. We present Jesus and we tell people, come, dine, enjoy what God has done. Every time there's a new need in your life, you can have a fresh unveiling for your specific need. Amen. Grace grants you everything. Now, in our personal lives, Heidi, now we have some huge, 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 huge problems in our, in our you know, family tree, so to speak. In our, in our family, in our world, things that we can't... Fixed things we can't solve. In, in our ministry around the world, we have huge challenges. Things I can't fix, things I can't solve. So I am, I am dependent on believing that grace is being brought to me in the revelation of Jesus. This is how I stay gift-wrapped. This is how I still stay hopeful. I set my hope on grace that is being brought. The reason I have a confident expectation of good is because I believe when one died, all died. And that Jesus has got them all covered. I believe it. And I have to announce the news to people who don't even know it and can't even imagine a God that that's, that's, that's that good. But this is why in, in the brokenness of people who come into your church, and the brokenness can be extremely overwhelming where you have no human language to even be in empathy with people. This is where grace shows you how to be a friend to people in the deepest points of pain and deliver them everything they need. What they need is the Lamb of God. So grace is being brought to you in the revelation of Jesus. Let me show you one other verse real quick and then I'm done because I've preached too long. Look at the next verse, verse 14. We read verse 13, one other verse, verse 14. It says, as obedient 
children. Friend, you know how you're obedient according to God's point of view? When you look to Jesus and believe, believe grace is granted. When you believe grace is being brought to you, the Bible says you're obedient children. See, this is why I think looking to the Lamb of God is the great key in motivation. It's the great key in in being compelled. It's the great key in doing. Because as you look to Jesus, Jesus, the Bible, Bible terms say that's an obedient child. One who's looking to the Lamb of God and knowing grace is being granted. Grace is being brought in the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children. And then it says, through looking to Jesus, you don't conform yourself to the flesh life. In other words, you don't buy into the cardboard box, dude. You tell him to shut up and hold his peace. Huh? You don't buy into the flesh life. And you only do it by being an obedient children, by beholding the Lamb. Looking to Jesus and doing and being everything He wants you to do. And be everything He wants you to be. Isn't that good news? Grace is brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. My hope for you as a dream team is that every one of you gets so equipped in the love of the Father that God loves you completely, God favors you abundantly, and that God blesses you eternally. And nobody can talk you out of the truth. And the way you can understand that truth is you believe you were included. You were included. You were there. God said you were. God saw you there. This is the faith of God speaking, and all you have to do is agree with the faith of God. And grace becomes prominent, Grace becomes dominant, and grace is the solution for any person's point of pain, just like in Jesus' day. Jesus becomes what you need. The grace of God is being delivered to you in the very area of your need, and he'll announce it as such. He's not limited. He's not restricted to nothing. And you set your hope on it. And this is what puts you to bed at night. So you can sleep a deep sleep with no worries and fears. This is what makes you get up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, Glory to Godless rock and roll. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Huh? I am in Christ redeemed. Grace is being brought to you in the revelation of Jesus. Did you all like the word? God bless you. I preached 20 minutes. Bless you, Pastor.